Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. I, of course, am officially known as your mayor of PHNX. It is I, Derek Montia, and I am joined, of course, by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Derek, last day of the fall league for you last today, Last no? day. I oh my took it gosh. all in, Jesse. I absorbed the sun. I, enjoy, I absorbed the baseball, uh, the sound of the bat, the sound of the ball hitting the mitt. It's the last time. I will hear this until spring, and I'm not, I'm not huh. super happy about it. But that's pretty sad. It yeah, it's pretty sad. But you know what? Sometimes baseball needs to go to go to sleep, just like the rest of us. So, uh, just a reminder: this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and simply for downloading the app and signing up as a new customer and betting just one dollar on any NBA or any NFL team to score any points at all you will get a hundred dollars in free bets instantly and that again is uh one dollar or more on any nfl or nba team to score just one point so use our code of phnx jesse yes the arizona fall league has come and gone uh we have our championship game tomorrow uh we I don't know the salt river rafters are, are not e- in said championship e- game <laughs> e- no they did not make it they did not do so hot but uh, Mesa made it in, and it was interesting, actually. It was a three-way tie coming into today for the other final position in the Arizona Fall League championship game. So not sure how that how that uh, shook up, but I do have some ideas in regard to the Arizona Fall League and just ways to make it better, Jesse. I mean, I guess... I mean, it's already pretty great. I mean, what are, what are you hating on here, Derek? Okay. We'll just get into it now. I'm not. I'm not hating on anything, Jesse. I think this okay. year, right. more than any, I fell in love with Arizona Fall League. I say that because I had the opportunity to go watch more Fall League games than I ever have. Typically, they don't they don't stagger them the way that spring training games here in Arizona st- are staggered. You don't get the opportunity to see as many on the weekends. They don't have Fall League games on Sundays at all. And uh, again. It's a lot of day baseball played during the week that I, when I had a 40 hour a week day job, did not have the opportunity to make it out to go see. Now that I cover baseball for this very wonderful network right now, uh, I get to go watch these games. And I think that's my problem, Jesse, is the fall league is wonderful, but I don't feel like enough people get to watch these games. Mm. I think that there is a weird timing situation with the fall league, right? Like that it's uh, during the playoffs. Is that correct. what you're thinking? Yeah. And, and I mean, I get it. It's the fall league. So they want it during the fall. Right. But uh, I, and, and I also feel like there's other things that they're avoiding, right? I feel like they're avoiding Sundays for football during the NFL season, which is very understandable. And I feel like there's other 
you know, other factors they're trying to avoid. However, Fall League wraps up today, essentially, right? We do have the championship game tomorrow. I would be at it if I didn't have a very important prior engagement as an assistant commissioner for pro wrestling promotion. Yeah, yeah, you, you made know. it big, Derek. Hey, you know, <laughs> I got I got a lot of bookings and signings to take care of. Just yeah, now. ever since we named you the mayor of PHNX, now you're kind of a hot commodity in the Valley. So It definitely went we to my head. It. I'm not going <laughs> to say it did not go to my head. Uh, but my point being is that next week, my child, 10 years old, is off from school. Oh, for go. the week of Thanksgiving, and I'm sure she have the entire she, week. She has the entire week off, and oh. I'm sure she's not the only one. Remember those days, Jesse? Remember when you just randomly had a week off from all of your? Well, as a teacher, minor... I kind of do. Oh yeah, that's but right. not. But we only have Thursday and Friday off next week. So yeah, yeah, I'm, having I'm a the whole jealous. week off on Thanksgiving is pretty sweet, right? Uh, my point being is that there's a lot of families that during this time of the year with without a lot of sports on wouldn't mind being able to take you know their their children to a very inexpensive baseball game during the day while their kids are off on on Thanksgiving week break but unfortunately mm. the schedule ends right before we hit that okay know? but but the counter the counter argument here is that do the players want to be still playing all away from home away from their family not at all not at all period of time of course right? not of course not and i'm not saying necessarily that it has to be like that i'm not saying that the players need to uh, be playing on thanksgiving day for the dozens of people that would be in attendance for a game like that right i'm, I'm not making that claim they could easily sure. make the schedule so that you know they have Maybe, you know, a three-day schedule this week and then have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off even, you know? I, I don't okay. know. Okay. You just want but, you want to go into next week just a few days. Here's what I want is I want the schedule to not be happening while a very exciting baseball playoffs is going on. I don't feel like you're getting people out to these games, and I'm not sure if that's what they want. I'm not sure if that's very important or very high on their priority list right spring training games have become extremely popular no matter when they are right so when you go out to spring training in march even during the day some of those weekday games are sold out or at least very very full compared to the the 600 plus that we had today out at salt river fields right mm. and and again i'm not i'm not knocking anything they do but i'm just saying if if the purpose of the fall league actually was to try to get people to come out and see these games for the low, low price of $9 and being able to sit anywhere you want. Then, you know, then I, I think that moving the schedule out just a few weeks to kind of avoid the meat and the heart of the playoffs and to give, you know, especially during this period of time, right? We get a lot of snowbirds that come down uh, during this time of the year because of how nice yeah, it is. Right. And, I mean, some people don't come out as early as October. Some of them don't come out until about December when we get closer to the holidays, usually around Thanksgiving, right? So if, if you gave them just a couple of extra weeks more towards this end of it and a few weeks earlier on the other end while the exciting MLB playoffs are going on, I feel like it would be more successful. Hmm. That's interesting. I think 
so my my first thought is is maybe and i i don't really know much about the origins of the fall league and exactly where it came from but the idea fundamentally i mean more than an entertainment purpose it serves the purpose of you know giving these guys an extension to their season you know a lot of the players who play in the fall league are are guys especially pitchers who didn't get to play an entire season who still have more innings in their arms that you know, sure. organizations want to get out of them and same on the position player side, right? If you have Short a, injury, a double a sometimes doesn't have that yeah. this season. I totally get what you're saying. I'm right, not, I'm, right. I'm not against that, Jesse. I'm, I guess my point is, is that baseball seems very short-sighted at times on the business end of things. Not, not on, not on getting the players sure. time. If you're I gonna, don't think they even market the fall league. Like they really don't. It's, saying. it's people, it's people like us who market the fall league, but that's and what major I'm saying. League baseball doesn't really when I try. go out there, right. They have hats for sale. They have yep. shirts for sale. They're good. It's good merch. I really like the rafter shirt. I was this close to buying it today. I just, it was a good looking shirt. It's a dumb name. It's a dumb name. They called the goddamn team, the salt river rafters because they play at salt river fields. <laughs> and there's and Salt River. Well, what, I'm what told there the was a time the in the history of Phoenix when Salt River actually had water in it, like the part of yeah, it that runs and... through downtown. <laughs> but those days are gone. So the am I supposed to care about somebody that rafts in it, Jesse? No. There <laughs> it's are a, other. It's a menacing nickname, Derek. <laughs> there are other more menacing nicknames than that that involve it still using the river name. Isn't there something called a river dog? I've heard river dog before. That sounds cool. There's uh, a sod poodle. There's well, yes, we know, we know that. Jesse. <laughs> That's an incredible name. There is a river otter. The salt river otters, Jesse. The salt river. Okay, otters. but there are there are no mm. otters anywhere to be found around here that I'm aware of, at least. I bet there's beavers. I I know I, beavers I know, really. I don't know that there's. I don't know there's beavers. Next, like okay, you you do me a favor now. this weekend, Derek. You you uh, take a trip no, out to no, Lake Saguaro and you hunt stuff. for no. beavers. All right, Absolutely and you not. tell me how many you find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there's better names than the rafters. Uh, some of the, it's very some fair. of the other teams do have good names. They have good merch. I still I still like the Havelinas. I think that that name has potential for any That's kind cool. of major That's league cool. sport. The, the Scottsdale um, Scorpions is is yeah, just kind of classy yeah. too. I mean, the the Scorpion is a staple of the Valley. So Jesse, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm pretty on board with that one. I'm going to show you this hat, and then if I had it, I would show you my friend's Griselda hat. Now I know you're not familiar. You with always Griselda show your hat when we're on audio only, on audio Derek. podcast, right? So I'm going to describe <laughs> it. To the listeners, and it's got all a right, big scorpion right, go on ahead. it with a giant patch on the side. That's all you need to know. And my friend paid uh, at least double that for a Griselda hat that looks just like this. So you, too, can go get a Scottsdale Scorpions hat. Uh, you, you know the thing about the Scorpions with the Diamondbacks, don't you, Jesse? About how the Diamondbacks were going to be called the Scorpions? I believe I have heard this. And yes. Jerry Colangelo, despite the fact that it was a very fair process, totally... Just circumvented the process they had in place, which was a vote, a secret vote amongst a secret cabal of Diamondbacks, Arizona baseball team involved owners uh, and and front office people. Uh, And apparently the Scorpions won the vote amongst these people. Really? And, And Jerry Colangelo is so disgusted by Scorpions that he had the final say on it and was like, Nope, I don't care. Even if you guys voted for scorpions, it is we're like going with I do get that it's a little weird because scorpions are like 
scorpions are not viewed in a positive way in the valley. And I know this from experience because my parents refuse to live in a neighborhood where there are scorpions. And so they found this little they found this little corner of Chandler where scorpions don't exist. And that's where my parents have lived for about 15 years. So I I, I understand maybe that's where Colangelo's coming was coming from at the time is just that like we don't want to name our team after the most hated creature literally in the valley i mean it, it kind of makes sense right like i do kind of see that but diamondback is still i think they could have done better i think we've i think we've talked about this before it's we not, could be it's, it not, the, it's not the very best it's it's definitely not and like i said when i was you know 15 16 years old finding out this team was going to be called the d-backs i knew then as a matter of fact i give a lot of credit to opposing fans and other teams because i feel like there's a lot of negative nicknames that are low-hanging fruit that are right there available for them at all times to fall back on. Yeah, and, right, and, like D-bags and, and Yeah, stuff. and it's, yeah. It's surprisingly, they don't. I don't hear that as often, but when I was 15, I was sure that was all we were going to hear all the time, <laughs> nonstop, constantly. So yeah, uh, mm. I, I credit society for being a little bit more mature than I thought they were going to be. But. It does it does abbreviate kind of nicely. That's the one thing about the name Diamondbacks that I will say. Like, not that many team names in baseball have, like, a shortened version that makes sense, right? Sure. Yeah, like, they just Dodgers, kind of like, you have... can't, you just can't shorten Dodgers. You can't shorten Giants. You can't, Padres, I guess, pods. I don't know. Like, Diamondbacks have... is D-backs. Like, it's a nice, yeah. it's kind of a nice, fun little abbreviation. I get what you're saying. Like a lot of teams, because that's their nickname. That's the official classification for D-backs is the right. Arizona and it's a And it's a nickname. hyphen. It's a hyphen. Enough of this apostrophe business. When people write D-backs and they put an apostrophe between the D and the B, I can't do it, Derek. It drives me nuts. Okay. <laughs> let's just get this on. Let's get this out on the table. The Diamondbacks actually sent us a style guide as journalists telling us exactly how they wanted the D-backs name yeah, to be it's, used. It's the hyphen. It's the hyphen, and, and you're not supposed to capitalize the, lies B, the B either. Correct. Yes. It's supposed to yes. be a D hyphen, lowercase b, A-C-K-S. And I think they thought it was simple enough, but we screwed it up jesse we didn't take it seriously we didn't we we didn't take the little bit of information they gave us and and get together well, as a group i and didn't decide. screw it up maybe you screwed uh, it up. I, don't know. I don't know i have no way of going back and checking all of your work at this point i'm just gonna say <laughs> uh we apparently did it poorly enough often enough that they needed to send out a reminder to us as media on how to actually do it and then the jokes flew about that because people you know like to poke fun when uh someone whenever someone has to come along and remind everybody of the rules now that person's the jerk right but really right. we were the jerks all along that's really what it comes down to but don't be a jerk jesse go download the DraftKings sportsbook app now the DraftKings sportsbook app is the official sports betting partner of both the nba and the nfl and if you use our code of phnx for simply betting one dollar on any team to score anything in any game for either of these two leagues, you will get $100 in free bets instantly. Jesse, I am Mr. Parlay. Uh, single you game, are. single game, same game parlays, multiple game parlays, multiple sports. It doesn't matter. Uh, combine multiple legs for multiple payouts. I'm going to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. But, of course, 
Uh, that's a little bit later. We want you to go in there and we want you to do your own betting as well. Feel free to go into DraftKings. You can deposit and withdraw whenever you want. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And just a reminder, if you do bet, use our code of PHNX and get that $100 in free bets instantly for betting $1 on any NFL or NBA game uh, for any team to score anything. As long as they score, you score with your $100 in free bets. 21 and over only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Well, we're getting close to the deadline, Jesse. I mean, we're really close now. Uh, and there's some interesting things that are happening because we don't know still how this lockout, how the new CBA, how all of this... Is new... is the deadline the deadline to clarify being when the CBA agreement expires? Is that what you're talking about? That's the deadline I'm talking about. But what you're referring to potentially is a more recent deadline, one that happened today, which was yeah. for the Rule Five Draft, which uh, teams had until today to add players from their team that qualified for the Rule Five Draft to their 40-man roster. Otherwise, they would be eligible for the Rule 5 draft. So, Jesse, do me a favor. Can you can you explain to us a little bit what this whole Rule 5 draft thing is in baseball? Sure, sure. So, yeah, so the Rule 5 draft is basically um, is basically a – it is what it sounds like. It is a draft, right? And basically what happens is all 30 teams are given an opportunity to draft players out of – other teams uh minor league organizations um and basically the process uh that determines whether players are eligible to be taken you can't just take anyone out of another team's uh, minor league system it is and, and you told me this earlier derek it's if you are uh if you enter the league at 18 years old or younger it's once you fit five seasons in the minor leagues or if you enter the league at 19 years old and over then it's once you fit four seasons in the minor leagues so basically, it's an opportunity to give guys who have been sitting in the minors for a long time, if their current team hasn't gotten them on the major league roster, it's a chance for maybe another team to step in that would have a role for them uh, to draft them away, and the team that they take them from gets some uh, some form of compensation. I think it's like a hundred grand or something like that. Uh, but the the trick is that in order to do it, you have to keep the player on your roster, on your active roster for the entire season. Otherwise, there there are some different qualifiers and things, but otherwise in general, the player gets offered back uh, to the team they originally came from. Um, so it's, it's, the- it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And if, if it sounds like a lot, if it sounds weird, the reason why is because this fucking rule five draft has been a part of baseball. As long as baseball has existed, it's basically been a way for, teams to not just stash guys away in their minor league system. Right. Right. That, that I, I, I don't really get it, but I guess to not stash them away in their minor league system when they might still have potential or help other teams win when the team that they're a part of, isn't giving them an opportunity to play at a major league level. But when I say right, this right. thing has been around forever, it dates back to 1892, 11, really? 11 years before the American League and National League held the very first World Series, the wow. Rule Five Draft the Rule 5 has draft been is around more than a hundred years old. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I think that's 
it's 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 definitely changed quite a bit obviously this sure, is one of those sure. things yeah through uh all of these different you know cbas and and uh all of these different agreements that they have with the players association there there are things that change but it's been part of the game that long yeah right so so today is an interesting day, like you said earlier, because today is the deadline. If you uh, a way that you can protect players from this is to put them on your 40 man roster. Um, and if you don't, then any player that meets the, the requirements that I mentioned earlier, any of those guys are going to be rule five draft eligible and another team can just sort of take them from you. Um, and so today's a big day because you have to make sure that you protect who you want to protect. And I'm a little bit in shock today, Derek. Um, yes, I, yeah, Jesse. Right, right I, at the deadline. Right at the deadline. Right, an hour before, or, or my, it might have been two hours. I'm not sure. The deadline for the Rule Five draft, adding them to your 40 man roster, was 6 p.m. today. Uh, we're not sure if that's Eastern Pacific. I think it's Pacific because the Diamondbacks announced today around five o'clock that they had added Cooper Hummel, which was part of the Salt River Rafters team. Uh, yeah. Outfielder Christian Robinson, which we've talked That's about in the past yeah. about his entire legal situation and everything he currently has going on in his life, and right-hand pitcher Ryan Weiss. Uh, Weiss, I, or think, Weiss? I think it's I think it's Weiss. <laughs> it's Weiss. Whatever. I mean, it could go either way. I'm not looking at a phonetic explanation of his t- of his name right now, but you, Ryan you Weiss. Don't want me to, you don't want me to search it on Baseball Reference. I'm sure it's probably Weiss. I'm okay. pro- right. whatever way I pronounce it, it's the opposite way. So uh, <laughs> Ryan Weiss to the 40 man roster in corresponding moves. The team has outrighted Miguel Aguilar, Kevin Ginkle, and Riley Smith to Triple A Reno. Yeah, so those those aren't the guys that they uh, sent down. Not surprising that they were all able to clear waivers and and go down. But yeah, so you mentioned the three names. It's Cooper Hummel, who we certainly expected. We've talked about him. He was in the fall league uh, prospect. The Diamondbacks got in the Eduardo Escobar deal. You're going to want to certainly protect him. He's probably going to hit the major league roster next season for the D-backs. Ryan Weiss is a pitching prospect for the Diamondbacks. Not one of their best, but certainly I think he's on the top 30 list over at MLB Pipeline, so it makes sense they'd want to keep him. And then the other interesting name here is Christian Robinson, of course. And there is a whole uh, sad story with Christian Robinson, which we've talked about in the past. Um, if you uh, if you are not familiar, a, a quick Google search will, will tell you everything you need to know about Christian Robinson's situation. Um, but basically, uh, the latest, and Zach Buchanan published an article on this just a few minutes before we hit record here, uh, the latest is that it sounds like Derek Christian Robinson, we're not sure, but there's a chance that next season Christian Robinson could be eligible to come back and uh, and fulfill the role that he was meant to uh, when he came over here in the first place and continue to work his way up the, the minor league system for the Diamondbacks. He has an issue right now. His remaining issue is that his visa uh, has expired and uh, due to uh, the felony that he committed Um, that was a bit of a roadblock in getting his visa renewed. Uh, That has since been reduced to a misdemeanor, Derek. That's sort of the big takeaway from Zach's article today. Which which allows him to come back into this country to apply for a new visa. And uh, he's in in a situation where he couldn't get back into this country uh, to get through these legal issues, right? So the judge was allowing him to have a reduced sentence, but he couldn't come back into the country to serve the reduced sentence or do anything in order to rectify this situation. Uh, so right. everything he did 
because of the felony did not allow him to get a new visa. Right. Right. Yeah. It was a really unfortunate situation. Um, but yeah, so good news today that things are hopefully moving in the right direction there. And hopefully, uh, hopefully Christian Robinson is, is able to get back and, um, and, you know, continue to move up the ranks. I mean, he is an exciting prospect for this team. So hopefully that works out. Um, beyond that though, Derek, what really stood out to me today is who the team did not add to the 40 man roster. Cause there's a few key names, uh, that are missing here. And, uh, and among those names, there's a few, a few guys that I certainly would have expected to see. And they are, uh, Levi Kelly is one of them. Levi Kelly is a top prospect for this diamondbacks team on the pitching side of things. We've talked about him before. Didn't have a great 2021 season, but in 2019, he had a 2.15 ERA uh, down in single A, which was huge. Um, it's hard to, um, certainly not numbers to laugh at there. So Levi Kelly had a really good season in 2019. Uh, Matt Tabor also uh, was not on this list. The Diamondbacks didn't add Matt Tabor. He's another guy in their top 30 list over MLB Pipeline. He's a pitching prospect. And then finally, Keegan Curtis um, over, uh, he, we've talked about him recently. Uh, he participated in the fall league. Had a had a solid performance there, so um, it, it's it's a little bit puzzling in some ways, Derek. The names that are not on the that are not on this list. So um, I guess that that may say more about those players than it does about the team. That maybe the Diamondbacks feel that other teams aren't going to want to take a gamble on on some of those guys. But um, there is there is some some reason for sure to be concerned that it's possible, you know one or maybe even multiple of those players could be could be snatched up in the Rule 5 draft. Yeah, Matt Tabor, again, Cooper Hummel, the only real guy that was eligible that they did add to their 40-man roster to protect him from that. I'm not sure if Christian Robinson was, but he was drafted by the D-backs, right? So he's, and I know he's been in, in minor leagues for a while. It, it seems like he isn't on this list of guys that were eligible, but he may have been. Maybe he's just not here because... Again, with his legal issues, he's kind of fallen off a lot of people's radars as far as mm. being a part of this team still. It's not to say that people don't consider him to be a part of this D-backs team, but it, it didn't. It, it looked there for a minute like he wasn't going to be able to clear these legal issues up in order to you know progress with his yeah with his baseball career. Uh, Jose Herrera, another guy that was that is eligible now uh, for the Rule Five Draft. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Keegan Curtis is a guy that we saw quite a bit in the Arizona Fall League, somebody that, I mean, at times struggled in the Arizona Fall League, didn't have a very strong, you know, Fall League, but uh, still still had his moments of, of looking yeah. pretty, pretty solid. They, they did add a Jose Herrera. I think it was a while back. So Jose Herrera, they did protect from, from the Rule 5 draft. Um, but yeah, those three other names, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Levi Kelly in particular is a guy who probably scares some fans uh, because he does have a, a reasonably high ceiling based on that 2019 performance down in single A. He also, I don't know if you remember this last year, but Levi Kelly um, was part of the Diamondbacks intra squad games that they were playing before the shortened 2020 season started. Uh, it was a weird time in Diamondbacks history when they were televising these games and whatnot. Uh, but Levi Kelly pitched in some of those games that were televised where the Diamondbacks were playing themselves. And he was, you know, 98 miles an hour with the fastball, a wipeout slider. Um, last year, it was not the same for him. He had some shoulder issues. So uh, maybe the Diamondbacks feel based on 
the shoulder uh, that, you know, maybe he wouldn't be able to um, sit on a, on a major league active roster for an entire season. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm guessing the team knows something we don't. And these guys, they're probably not expecting them to be taken, but um, it's sort of out of your hands in the, in the rule five draft. So we'll, Absolutely. we'll just have to see what happens. That's the biggest thing. You have no clue of who teams are going to take. And I mean, like you said, that, that they might have an indication that they're not going to be taken, but sure that, that nothing is nothing is solid as far as uh you know these guys now being a part of this roster going forward they they can get claimed by other teams it's unfortunate but i think that the arizona diamondbacks farm system is deep enough to withstand this i don't think that these are going to be any major losses it just does kind of surprise you a little bit when they do have the ability to do what like the cleveland guardians did and kind of make some moves to protect a few more of these guys and keep them from being eligible for this rule five draft. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is possible. Maybe the team has, um, I, I believe it at this point, there's still the opportunity to maybe make a trade, um, uh, before the rule five draft happens, obviously with the, this, I mean, with the CBA expiring in just a couple of weeks here, there's not a whole lot of time left for a lot of things to happen before, Pretty much all of all of uh, Major League Baseball shuts down for however long it winds up being. Um, but well, yeah, we just have to sort of sit back and, and wait and see. But for the moment, I wouldn't be too alarmed by this. Uh, don't you know, it's not like Levi Kelly pitches for, uh, you know, some other team now and is going to win the Cy Young next year. Um, at least not yet. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll hope we'll hope we don't get to that point. I, you're you're opening old old wounds, Jesse, and I don't like it one bit. I don't like <laughs> it at all. Uh, I've also been getting requests, information, and offers about the winter meetings, mm. and the winter meetings are supposed <laughs> to happen very soon, Jesse. Uh, there's no way that they will <laughs> next, not next week, but essentially two weeks from now. The winter meetings are supposed to be going on, um, and like you said, there's. You, you say there's no way they will, right? Um, and I'm not questioning you because I know you're very smart and I know you understand these things very much. I, who, also I mean, who knows? agree who knows? with you. Yeah. Well, no, I agree with you. But I guess my question is then why at this point are they pressing <laughs> on that like like these yeah they're like winter meetings to are going to happen rooms and <laughs> correct yeah like I've been re- I've been receiving offers to book my hotel room and do all of that stuff and you know again it's not even uh tell me tell you i, I could probably book it on my own for cheaper than what they're offering over <laughs> that's neither here nor there it, where, where a, is it supposed to be it's you in know? orlando this year orlando okay i'm not okay. a fan of orlando jesse not one bit don't ah. like orlando uh don't even like to go there for the theme parks to be honest i will stick to my los angeles california thank you very much but with that being said i will say that uh, I'm confused as to why these winter meetings, or at least this, uh, this, this, you know, they're proceeding forward with it at this point. And mm-hmm. I guess my personal beef is I've gone to the winter meetings before. I've gone as a smaller publication. I've paid my own way to be there, right? For yeah, the, the yeah. cost. It's really valuable. Yeah, I've had a bunch of people recommend to me over the years. You should just go to the winter meetings and just network and try to meet people. And, and it's yeah, incredibly, a lot of people do that. It's incredibly interesting, right? But my problem being that what's going on, 
right? Like, yeah. If, if it seems like a foregone conclusion that it's not going to happen when it's going to happen, what are we doing here when it comes to trying to get me to book hotel rooms and trying to get me to book airfare, right? It seems mm. like a little bit of a weird thing. I guess on one hand, you have to proceed as normal, not assuming that there's going to be any kind of work stoppage or any kind of disagreement of these things, but it seems inevitable at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it does seem pretty inevitable. Um, what, what's not inevitable, like we've talked about is, you know, delaying the season itself. That's still very much, I would probably bet against that, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the possibility of there not being a lockout, uh, I've read some stuff from Jeff Passan over the last few days and he said, Basically, everyone expects that to be the case. It's not that it's impossible that somehow they miraculously reach an agreement uh, by December 2nd, but not exactly something we should count on at this point. Is there any concerns of this affecting the game, even if it doesn't delay the season? Mm. Is, there, is, there any, is there any concern on their part that, you know, just in general, with a game that's kind of dwindling in popularity as it is, is going to be, you know, seen as yet another, here's another disagreement. Here's another work stoppage, even if it doesn't impact, like I said, the the schedule. That's a, that's a really good question. I haven't thought about that. Um, I feel like probably not, um, at least not in like a macro sense, just because as long as they're playing games and they normally play games, I mean, your casual fan probably isn't gonna, isn't gonna care that much. Um, but I, I mean, it's a really valid concern. I mean, the the owners have sort of, I mean, if if there's a lockout, I mean, what that is is it's the owners locking out the players. They kind of hold the leverage in this scenario. Sure. And uh, and a lot of people don't really like the optics of that. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're right that there are some people who are pretty put off by this. I, I just, and I mean, I guess it's pretty pessimistic of me to to say. I just think it's kind of arrogant sometimes of baseball to just always expect fans to be there yeah I, I think that there are some cities like a lot of the other teams in the nl west to be honest for instance the dodgers the giants the padres even the rockies that can't imagine people not coming out to watch their team any longer yeah but i've seen it yeah i've been there <laughs> i live i feel like i live in the future when it comes to that kind of thing you can see in certain markets for certain teams how nobody cares. And I mean, to be honest, that's the reason why I think it makes Arizona an easy target to say that they're going to relocate because nobody seems to care here about coming to watch baseball. But mm. really what it is, is people don't like going to chase field. They don't like watching a losing team. And yeah, there is a little bit of, I, I don't really care that much for baseball, you know? So there's there's a com combination of factors. It's just at times I feel like the sport is teetering on the edge of irrelevancy. You know, mm -hmm. it's teetering on that edge of, you know, people not caring anymore. I I hate to bore you with WWE talk, but let's just say that. The <laughs> oh, I love WWE. I know talk. it's your favorite time <laughs> for me, but. It, it there's kind of the same arrogance there with them and the way they've, they've been treating their employees. Yeah. They've been firing yeah. a lot of people. I saw lately. you tweet about that. the other And it's day. becoming, yeah. it's, it's kind of becoming a thing, right? And it's this weird mm -hmm. assumption that your fans are always going to be there as if there isn't some alternative. 
with wrestling, there's a completely other company that's doing the things everybody wants them to do. So there's an alternative when it mm-hmm. comes to baseball, there's, uh, there's other sports people kind of like more now. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, they, they can go watch those sports and they can take the, you know, look, especially, especially with how late the basketball playoffs went last year. And, and, you know, just with the weird schedule and everything, yeah. like they were like, yeah, man, let's just do this every summer and let's get rid of baseball. So like baseball, in my opinion, needs to be very careful when it comes to things like this and how this impacts, not just, not just the schedule, not just pissing people off because the season gets delayed, but actually pissing people off with the arrogance that thinks that we're going to, that thinks people are still going to care about a sport that continually bickers over, you know, how much guys get paid and how much owners mm. get and, and all of this other stuff. Right. I, I understand that they are trying to make the game better, like with what Max Scherzer wants to do and his intentions with competitive balance and other things like that. You know, I, mm. I, I think there needs to be more people like Max Scherzer that are concerned about the game itself and not just, if the owners get their pockets lined or if the players get their pockets lined. Right. I'm but, still skeptical that Max Scherzer is genuinely concerned about competitive balance. I, I, it's when... weird. Right. I mean, especially when he's like the, one of the guys that's going to benefit the most from their not being competitive balance. And you can say all he wants, but you know, at the end of the day, Max Scherzer is only going to be in the league for a few more years. Right, he's yeah. not going to really see the benefits or or things change too too dramatically while he's there. So at this point, he could just get his money while he can and then get out. Right, I mean, right. if he really does care, then that kind of makes him a decent person. Right, right now we're seeing this change in MLB. We had the news come out that the major league teams were in, advised the other day that they needed to start providing the housing for their minor leaguers. Right. As much as that's probably going to result in some MLB team just buying some shitty hotel and putting all of their minor leaguers in it, like some sort of weird <laughs> sitcom, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Could you it, imagine being in a hotel with all of minor league baseball I, I would create the reality show about it. It's baseball like a hotel college situation, yeah. right? Like, that's wild. weird. But... At the end of the day, minor leaguers are not currently cared for the way they should. And again, that goes back to my point that the the sport's dwindling. It's not just the fans. It's the athletes. It's the stars. It's the people that choose to play baseball when they could play another sport, right? Uh, People choose to play baseball because they really love it. It tends to be an easier career on your body. And you could typically get more years out of a baseball career than you can another sport, right? That's very true. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to football, like Kyla Murray for the Arizona Cardinals, who could could have gone for the Oakland A's or could have gone for the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I just again, that's that that's where my concern is, and that's where I think they need to be careful. Um, but you don't have to be careful. You could go get all sorts of. Uh, opinions like this from us on gophnx.com. Uh, I put up a piece today about Brent Strom's uh, thoughts from his press conference yesterday and how just, uh, you know, great, great he was. He was very gracious and and grateful for the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, giving him this opportunity as their pitching coach. So uh, go on to gophnx.com, become a member. You can either get the annual membership, which will get you a free t-shirt. And again, if you go over to the PHNX Suns or Coyotes, they might sweeten the deal and double down on that free t-shirt offer for you. Uh, but that free t-shirt comes from the phnxlocker.com. 
check out the PHNX Locker. We have all sorts of great shirts there, too. Hopefully you, hopefully you like what we got going on. It entices you to become a member. Uh, if you're not interested in the annual membership option, we do offer a month-to-month option that will get you your first month for just 50 cents. So please uh, join us over here. Uh, we uh, have our members-only Discord. We have our members-only discounts over at the PHNX locker.com so we uh we 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 hope it it's enough to to make you feel like you're getting your money's worth we understand it's not easy to spend your money uh, in this day and age especially on just more and more content there's so much content out there whether it's tv sports whatever it is so we appreciate you taking the time to check out the show and we definitely appreciate you uh becoming a member if, if you have done so already um and that that brings us down to once again it's time for our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, uh, Jesse. I, I, what, you, I, what you got, Derek? I'm, I'm, I'm. Typically, uh, this is where I fall back on telling everybody to bet against the Coyotes. But that's what I was gonna guess. Are we they not won, the Coyotes? They week? won their second game this week, Jesse. Their second Ooh. game, so they're right. trending in the right direction. Uh, they're also becoming a little bit more unpredictable. They have a new goaltender that has actually been doing pretty well and i again uh, if it was just a straight up money line situation i'm taking the coyotes to lose but that puck line it makes it a little bit more difficult with the the one and a half goal you know just that extra goal uh i i don't know what to do there so i'm gonna steer clear of the coyotes for now until they get back to their losing ways but i'm gonna give you my pick of the week uh first i'm gonna give you two the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm I'm taking them. Uh, I'm taking actually the 49ers to cover the spread over the Jaguars. Uh, and and any pro 49ers stats or or anything you want to take there. Uh, the, I hate the over under in that game. I absolutely can't stand it. But um, <laughs> here's here's what I took. I took the 49ers covering the spread at six and a half. And then I did I did the defense lock thing. I, I went the defense lock way. I took both Jimmy Garoppolo and Trevor Lawrence to to have the under on the most passing yards that I could take. So I took the under at 299 and a half yards on Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy Garoppolo's passing yards. I took the under on Trevor Lawrence's passing yards at 269 and a half and I also took the race to 5 points Jesse. So the first to 5 points and I took the San Francisco 49ers on that. So uh that's my four pick same game parlay. And that's what I'm giving you as our DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, do whatever you want. DraftKings, again, you can go crazy on there. Uh, I was betting Lithuania basketball the other day. So um, <laughs> you know, that's amazing. <laughs> it all depends on what time you wake up and what sports are on at the time. This is basically what I'm saying. But jump on there again. Use the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX. For betting a dollar on any NFL or NBA team to bet score anything, basically, you will get $100 in free bets instantly. Uh, but we thank you guys so much for joining us and checking out the show. Of course, you can get us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at cat, uh, excuse me, at PHNX underscore DBACs. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that is on twitter instagram and facebook uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcast please subscribe leave us a five-star review and then jump over to youtube and subscribe to us there over at phnx sports uh, you can sign up for notifications to get all of this hot fresh baked content from all of your favorite arizona sports not just us the cardinals the suns the coyotes let me tell you i love pd if you're not 
if, if you're not <laughs> a Coyotes great. fan, really is. <laughs> Steven Peters will make you a Coyotes fan. So hop on over, check out the Coyotes show. They're doing some really fun stuff over there. They're in the same position as we are. We're all in the same miserable boat. Uh, tank season for them started from game one, which is way worse <laughs> than we can say about the Arizona. That's back, true. We had, it, we had at least know, a month and a half, right? Yeah, we only had a little bit of tank season, but, you know, go over and send your condolences to them. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we thank you so much for checking out the show. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.